Oh, hello and welcome to Should I Wish Someone Told Me, a weekly series of conversations where my guests and I talk about all of the shit that we wish someone would have told us at one point or another. All of which relate back to the most important topic of all, you, and figuring out who that is and how to accept that person and be confident in that person. I am your host, Johnny Renee, evidence-based certified life coach, specializing in behavioral change and teaching you research-backed techniques using brain science to help you create the changes that you need so that you can become the person to live the life that you want and have a good damn time while you're, while you're here. So joining us today, I have Abigail with us of Abigail at the Abigail underscore, excuse me, the mindfulness practice. And we're going to be talking about the woo. Mm-hmm. Is it science? Is it pseudoscience or is it snake oil? And we're specifically going to be focusing on why people buy into it, why that's a problem, what's real and what's not, and why you should even give a fuck. So the goal of our conversation today is to empower you to see through the bullshit and take what you need from it. Any necessary disclaimers, trigger warnings on this, not necessarily, but I do just want to put out there that this is not to throw shade, right? Like this is to shine a light. And you know, if anything that we are talking about today is something that works for you, then by all means, keep it, right? Like, we're not here to tell you how to live your life. We're here to, again, make sure that we have this conversation so that we can speak on what's popular in terms of manifestation and break it down so that you are not taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let me introduce you to our guest. So Abigail is a coach for the seekers, overthinkers, and people pleasers. She teaches the basics of how the nervous system works, how to examine and rewrite your beliefs, how to build resiliency through mindfulness to support well-being and increase self-compassion, confidence, and self-worth. Abigail also teaches teens life skills that they aren't taught in school. So some shit that, you know, no one told them. (laughs) And you can find her online at abigailwilber.com and also on the podcast that she co-hosts with Margot called Anxiety Warriors, a podcast dedicated to advocating for anxiety and mental health awareness, which your woman was on. There's an episode (laughs) with me. So um, yeah, it's a great podcast. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. And so definitely make sure to check them out over there. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, Also, you can find me on Insight Timer, where I give free practices that help with some of the life skills that I teach teens, but I make practices for kids and adults. Yes all the places, which is like a cool thing. So, okay, cool. Well, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always, always a joy connecting with you. Yeah, I love our combo. She's been on Should I Wish before. So uh, we've had talks about grieving the loss of your identity and discovering mm-hmm. your self-worth. So what's up, Drew in the house? Ah, so what up? <laughs> he says, my girls, yes. Yeah. Good to have you. So this is gonna be fun. Um, before we dive in, usually the first question is what's some shit that, you know, you wish someone told you about this, but we're going to take a quick little detour. We're going to skirt and we're going to define what we mean when we say the woo. So the woo, we're saying like that as an abbreviation for woo woo, which is a term that it's a slang term. I looked this definition up, so I'm going to read it. And then we're going to tell you what we mean when we are talking about it in our own words. So the woo woo, the woo is a slang term used to describe those who believe in phenomena that lacks substantiated evidence to prove the claim or the phenomenon. So for example, he's a woo-woo, like that would be one thing, or like he's a woo would be 
one way to use it in that sense. It can also refer to the explanations for specific phenomena itself. And it describes the method a person uses to understand such phenomena. So like, if you don't know why it happens, it's just like, oh, well, that, that's magic, right? Like that's woo-woo. Um, based on the subjective nature or their personal philosophy, which can be neither proven nor disproven. And so example would be like, that's some woo-woo shit. Like, you know, you don't know how to explain it. Um, a miracle, magic, like whatever you want to call it. But that's what those definitions are. So Abigail, tell us what you, how you would describe the woo. What, we're, what you're talking about whenever you say the woo for the purpose yeah. of our conversation today. So for me, it's like a spectrum, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but when, when I use the word woo, um, it usually has no backing in science whatsoever. Um, and I find that a lot of the um, stuff that I consider woo is a lot of like spiritual bypassing, toxic positivity, um, you know, love attraction where it's used to exploit people <laughs> and, and their traumas and what they're seeking as opposed to actually helping people. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, same, just same. So I, I say that a lot during our conversations. Anytime I'm talking to Abigail, I'm like, yes. So I know, me and you, it's like every time, right? It's just like say what she said times two, please. Thank you. I'll have what she's having. So exactly. Whenever I refer to the woo-woo, it's like the mystical, the spiritual. Yeah, like the, the unexplainable kind of stuff that you're just like, oh, like, was that a coincidence? Or was that, you know, some, you know, all, all, some alternate thing, like some alternate power, like, you know, the powers that be. And I think that when, or I know that whenever I'm speaking to the terms of like woo woo in this situation, it's something where, yeah, we're talking about like the bullshit that people peddled to you yes. as gospel and like exactly what you said, the, the exploitation of it, because we're going to get into this in regards to like some of the popular, um, some popular things and like, is it woo? Is it real? Because there are, is a backing like there is some benefit to a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. but what they're not telling you is what that benefit actually comes from like they're just telling you like do this and you know you'll manifest your dreams but it's something that they they don't tell you why you're doing this like you can't put lipstick on a pig and call it you know a person for example or anything other than a pig right like and so it's something where it's been used as this facade, if you will, kind of like they're not telling you about Oz behind the curtain kind of thing. Right, right. And so that's what we're going to be having this conversation about today. And I want to point out really quick to your point about people being exploited. And we're going to talk about that, like yeah. have a whole last segment on that. But the community results from everyone that responded this week, and thank you for doing so. So we asked, have you ever been misled by a spiritual influencer? 57%. So over half of people yeah. who responded said yes. 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 And you know what I would add is that um, when, when we talk about the woo and when we talk about being like, you know, taken by a spiritual influencer, the other thing that I would add to that is that a lot of the woo, I feel like, is also like giving your power to someone else mm. or giving your power to something greater that you can't see. I feel mm -hmm. like that also, I didn't include that, but I feel like mm -hmm. that is part of the woo is like not tapping into yourself, mm -hmm. right? But giving the teacher the power, giving kind the of, universe the power. Yes, kind of like, well, 
it was just meant to be or like it's just faded or like it was destined it's written mm -hmm. somewhere right yeah someone asked me uh earlier this week actually like if i believe in fate then i was like in what sense like do i think that we're here to learn lessons yes do i think that there's some scribe somewhere that has or some scripture that has like our specifics written down right no right like no so yeah and we're gonna talk like there's a lot of gray this whole conversation is gray yeah and so uh if you're watching if you're listening go ahead and comment anything drew's already said yeah that you see that more now than ever right. regarding the exploitation of people um based on this and so okay now that we know what the woo is yeah and yeah make this interactive let us know what your thoughts are um whether you are watching this live or listening or um watching the replay but we've explained what we are talking about in terms of the woo, a.k.a. the woo-woo. And we've talked about how 57% of people who responded have been misled by a spiritual influencer. And so with all of that, Abigail, what is some shit you wish someone told you about the woo? Uh, I mean, I wish the first thing is there's no quick fix, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you meet someone and they say they have all the answers, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's definitely ways to better myself and improve myself. Um, but it actually takes work. Yes. Um, it doesn't take holding a crystal, which is something I've done, right? Like, right. I tried all of the things, all of the things. And, you know, I guess the other thing that I wish someone told me was that um, when someone, like I just said, when someone has all the answers, but like when there's no nuance, they're like, yes, this is it because of this. And I know it like that's a red flag because ultimately none of us know shit. Right. We don't know. We're making it up as we go. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And Drew had said up here as well regarding fate. I don't believe in destiny. I believe you forge your own path. And if you want success, you work towards it. Don't sell yourself short for your own success and give credit to quote unquote destiny. A freaking men. Like yes, exactly that, exactly. that part Drew. We'll bring you on here and have this conversation as well. Um, yeah, so it's something where exactly like what you said, I think that oftentimes, and we'll get into this, like why we buy into it, right? It is something where it's just easier to say like, oh, well, it was meant to be. It's easier to like take that yes. path because that means that you don't have to do the work, right. Right? right? And so I think that some shit that I wish someone would have told me about the woo is that that don't like dig deeper like <laughs> like let's look at what it actually is saying because one of the things that is true in life is like we look for patterns right we look for themes we look for consistency and to your point if you are telling me to put a crystal under my titty mm -hmm. and it's gonna like you know bring me the love of my life like Rose that sounds good you the need what? the rose quartz rose for quartz. that one, right? Yes, that's right. You put the kyanite and you're going to speak better. You're going to talk about the truth. The rose quartz. <laughs> well, I'm going to put the rose quartz under one and then the, the other one under the right boob because that yeah. was the bigger one. Yeah. And so then, that way they'll... put the citrine on your forehead so you have your personal power. Their powers can combine like the Power Rangers. And yeah. before you know it, I'll be, yeah, living, living my, my dream life with <laughs> my partner. Um, yeah, so that's all it is. You just need a crystal and you'll call in your one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I see any of these things, like talk about, because, okay, so it's intriguing, right? Like it's intriguing whenever you're scrolling on Instagram or whenever you hear someone say like, 
you know, manifest this thing that you want, right? Like whatever this mm -hmm. thing is. And it's like manifest like the person of your dreams, like your partner. And it's like, oh, like all I have to do is buy this course and, and do this stuff and, you know, just, just visualize it, just visualize it. And it'll attract me like, okay, yeah. like I want to believe that. Of course, of course. Then you feel like you have some control over it. Yep. Yep. Right. And that there is that perfect person out there, right? And like, how powerful are you to create that perfect match for you mm -hmm. and draw them in? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm calling them in with my crystals, like my visualizations, my affirmations, got them on my vision board. Like, yep. yeah, got to heal your past lives. We're got to yeah. do some hypnotherapy, heal those past lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. So, some shit that I wish someone told me is like, yeah, go deeper. Like, it, it's not just like this. It's not just the crystals and the vision boards and stuff like that. Like those are tools that can be used, but it goes way deeper than that. And so we're going to talk more about that. Uh, I want to touch on something that in terms of being misled and some shit that the people who responded, the community has said about what they wish someone had told them about the woo. And so we have trust your gut followed by do your own research yes. just because quote unquote, they said it doesn't make it a true statement. Quote unquote, they are the most dishonest swindlers <laughs> ever. Yes. I love <laughs> you. Whoever wrote that. <laughs> that. I think I remember who wrote that one. Yes, I laughed at that. I laughed when I giggled. Um, I laughed when I get, I laughed and I giggled. I did a double, a double lull. So yeah, that was one of the responses, which exactly what we spoke to and that would make sense why 57% of people who have responded have been misled. Another comment was that a great deal is nonsense and snake oil. Some is based in physics, however, and some could go either way. The universe is all energy. Valid. Uh, someone said that they wish they knew what it was. Mm. Someone said the truth about the game, which I'm not sure quite, quite, quite what that means. Oh, me, I don't like, know what it means either. I didn't know if that was some hidden woo thing that I didn't know about. No. Well, for me, it reminds me of like the Matrix. I'm like, mm -hmm. how, how deep are we going? How much yeah. time do we have? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Another comment was that there's value in positivity and spirituality. A lot of it, but be weary of which coaches you rely on. Eight fucking men. Yeah. Men. I know who said that one. And then someone else said, just because they're your parents doesn't mean that they know it's right for you. And so, yeah, I think that that, if I'm not mistaken, was regarding like religion and like spirituality. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so, I mean, y'all are woke. Y'all are some woke people. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Lauren in the house has said, I think that these are all examples of appropriate wellness practices. And as an indigenous person who is connecting back to these practices, having to sort through these is gaslighting. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of gaslighting in the wellness field with all this stuff and trying to navigate what's actually helpful versus yeah. what is snake oil. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Lots of conversation around, you know, why this is problematic and like how people feel about it. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing. And when it comes to why people believe in this, Lauren says, yes, that. Um, so when it comes to why we believe in this, mm -hmm. why do we believe? 
Like, why do you think it is that we believe in the woo? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I can speak for me. Mm -hmm. um, I felt very lost. Mm -hmm. um, I had very low self-esteem. I didn't know who I wanted to be in the world. I knew that I wanted to like spread love and joy and feel like I was living a meaningful life. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't have any tools to look within and kind of start doing my own inner work first. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny, I found yoga, right? And I, right. I love yoga, I teach yoga, huge fan of yoga. Um, but that was like the starting point that led me down the path of like crystals and like the crystals gave me a sense of power. Oh my gosh, if I just carry this crystal on me, it's going to change how I show up in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And the crystals led to like law of attraction and like, oh my gosh, if I just have these very specific thoughts all right. the time, I'm going to vibrate at a higher level. Right. And then that led me to like, people getting channeled, right? And, and so for me, I was seeking meaning, I was seeking understanding, I wanted to understand the way the world worked more. And it seemed like there was all these big influencers that figured it all out. And so I wanted to learn from them. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it ended up, you know, and I'll share a little bit more later, but it, it just ended up actually like causing me more anxiety and more stress with all of the pressure that the wellness woo world puts on you, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. And yeah, we had spoken that, and this is like, this is research, like people, we want something to believe in, right? Like we want to believe in something and you as a person, your brain in order to feel safe needs to feel in control. How do we feel in control when we have certainty? So if we don't have the answers to things, then that leaves room for ambiguity. And that means that we're not safe because we don't know what to expect. And so with that, whenever we don't have safety, it's something where we look to things to, hang, to, to hold on to. We look to things to believe in, whether that be, you know, well, this person's always gonna be there for me. Or, you know, we have like the anchors throughout our day, which we spoke about whenever we were having our conversation on the pandemic. It's like, well, every day I wake up and I go to this coffee shop and then I drive to work and like, those are your anchors. Those are your constants. Those are the things that, you know, equate to safety in your mind because you know that these are things in theory that are going to ensure the, that, that things are gonna stay the way that they've always been, which right. is safe. And so when we are in the space where we don't know, yeah. it's anxiety inducing, it is something that we, you know, we, we have to, and so your brain, this is also why whenever you are, you know, coming out of a relationship or whenever you get in an argument or confrontation, this is why we need that quote unquote closure. I say closure because we're going to rationalize. We need to make sense of it in your brain. Whenever your brain experiences a trauma, it has to have all the parts of the story before it can file it away mm -hmm. in a safe space. And so whenever you are in a situation where there aren't one of those pieces to make sense of the story, then we have to like know the answer, right? That's why it's so hard to hold on. It's like, well, I need to know like why they don't like me. Well, I need to know like why this happened. 
Right. And that's because there's that uncertainty, there's that ambiguity. And so this is related to our conversation today because it's the same thing whenever we are, like you said, like in these points in our lives where we aren't confident, where we, you know, don't know our purpose, where we, you know, are having these existential crises, so to speak, not saying that's what you had, but just saying like when yeah. you are in that space. And it's something where we, we, we hang on, we, we cling to, we want to believe in something that will cure what we are feeling is ailing us mm -hmm. and that will be the antidote but you're the creator of your yeah. own antidote is a little quote for you there that's a that's a johnism um but for me what got me into this was same i was in a spot where same there i go again so it was, <laughs> it was in a spot or i was in a position where i yeah didn't really know who i was and it's something, it's not like I ever lost myself in that sense. It was that I, I did not ever know who I actually was because no one teaches you that shit, which right. is why we do what we do now. But at the time, I didn't know who I was. And it was when, I, when Law of Attraction originally like started getting big. And so I was like, oh, well, yeah, let me just do this. Like, let me just think positive. And it kind of blew up in terms of the, the belief, like a lot of people knew about it and I think still know about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all these other things have stemmed from it. But at the time, it was something where it's like exactly what you said. If I am just in the space where I can change my thoughts, like that makes sense, right? Like that's the closure that I needed. I was right. like, well, that makes sense. Like, sure, let me buy into that. Right. And so it was something where, yeah, I did it. And it became to my detriment where I was like, well, why isn't it working for me? Right. Like, is something wrong with me? Like, yeah. why why does it work for these people? And then, you know, I would see other people it didn't work for. And then I was like, Oh, well, like they're broken too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I always, because we always assume the blame for things usually because that's a learned behavior because whenever we were growing up, we were in a position where we had to assume that our caregivers, you know, were not the ones at fault because mm -hmm. we had to depend on them. So we grew to believe that if something was wrong, it's our fault. That's all of us. That's every damn body. That's you listening. That's you listening. That's you listening. That is all of us. We all did that. And so that's something where, you know, that's why we internalize these things so often. Right, right. And, you know, I would just add in that because you're hitting on such an important part. It's like, also, that's why we go external for so many answers is yes. because the grown-ups had mm. the answers. Um, it's the teachers had the answers. There's a right answer and a wrong answer. Yep. And so we get conditioned to always listen to the teachers for the answers. So when we are in this place of feeling lost and we're not knowing how to connect with ourselves and, and learn about navigating, you know, childhood trauma and everything like that, we seek answers from teachers in the fields. Yeah. Um, and, and I also just want to add, because you were saying like, right, when you're having all these visions and it's not working, it's like, what's wrong with you? The, the flip side is, you know, I remember I was walking down the street in Queens, New York, a number of years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was talking on my cell phone, broad daylight. It was 12 in the afternoon. I was going to pick up a kid. I used to nanny. And I had my phone in my hand and I had my like, you know, headset in or whatever. And this guy comes up behind me and steals my phone out of my hand. 
And it was like pretty traumatic. I ended up chasing him. I got it back. You know, like that's another story for another time. But Gangster Abigail. I mean, that was my nervous system. I would never have chased someone if I thought about it. But my nervous system was like, oh, hell no. Right. And like I chased him down the street screaming and then someone else chased him. But my point in that is after okay. all that happened, right? I put a pin in that. I want to come back to this. That's yeah. Okay. The point. But yeah. Okay. After that happened. Um. I sat for days and days thinking, why did I create this? Oh, God, yes. Because that's the thing is in law of attraction, everything yes. you think comes true. And yes. it's like, uh, actually, I didn't create this. <laughs> yes. um, and so that for me was like a big aha moment, right? Because some things don't come true, but then other things happen. And then you take the blame for creating that. Right, right. and that's your negativity bias. I mean, you can talk about that. Mm -hmm. negative things have a heavier weight than positive things because they are a threat to our survival and so our, your your brain gives that more weight so that's just a quick a quick a quick tidbit for you for anyone that didn't know but like that's why you put more weight on the negative things more focus on them it's not because you yeah are manifesting these negative things because that's that's how your fucking brain works and so whenever you said that i'm like oh my god i literally did the same thing when i got out of a relationship um not too long ago and i was like I've done so much work. Like, how did I, how did I, yeah. how the fuck did I bring this? Right. And my friends were like, uh, woman, I do not think that was a you thing. <laughs> so right. it's but funny. Yeah. They had to blame yourself for. Yeah. 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 They had to have a, a come to Jesus moment. Mm -hmm. come, to, come to John a moment. And be like, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think that was you. So, <laughs> so we asked the, we asked everyone as well you know, because we're talking about why this happens, like why yeah. we look to the woo. And um, it's because like we have shared oftentimes, like we're looking for control. We're looking for that certainty. We're looking to fulfill that primal need, which we did mm -hmm. a whole last episode on episode 18. And whenever we do that, it becomes something where, you know, if there is a situation where we don't know for certain which, spoiler alert, you don't know shit for certain. Yeah. Like, you just pin, don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But that's another story for another day. For the purposes of our conversation, we asked you what emotions come up when you don't know the answers to certain situations. And so we gave you four options. 54% uh, of you said anxiety comes up. What? What? Anxiety warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so, so whenever you get done listening to this, you're going to want to tap to... Abigail's profile and check out the Anxiety Warriors podcast and learn more about that. 23% uh, said that it is nervousness that comes up as the emotion, as the feeling. 15% said it's excitement. And then 8% said it's fear. Yeah. What are your questions, comments on that? I mean, I guess my first thought is, or my first question, whatever it is, is like, okay, do the people that, you know, when, when, when they don't know the answer, right, and the, the uncertainty comes up and they feel anxiety, are they more likely to seek out answers by a spiritual teacher versus when someone else doesn't know the answers and they get excited, are they more likely to be just curious and pursue on their own, right? Like that was yeah. kind of like my first thought with that, um, with that poll is does the emotion that come up then lead to the following behavior of either right. seeking answers from others or being curious and following the unknown? Right. Like, what do you do about it? 
yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 So for me, whenever I got these, I think that a lot of us are in the space now where when it comes to mental health, like we have a lot more of awareness, right? Which is awesome. And I think that a lot of people are aware, like, this is anxiety that I'm feeling. That's actually what we spoke about whenever I was on anxiety warriors, mm-hmm. how I, for the longest time, didn't recognize, oh, fuck, this is anxiety. Right. And so I think it's awesome that a lot of people are in the space where they recognize that. And yeah, a follow-up question for those who responded would be, so then what do you do? What action do you take? Do you, you know, call up Ben and Jerry and like, you know, go about it that way? Or mm-hmm. like, you know, you asked, like, do you, do you then seek to find answers? Like what, what's the next action that you take? Um, do you just sit in it? Like, do you right. journal it out? Do you kind of process it? Do you get curious with yourself? And so, yeah, that, that's kind of my first, because over half of you said 50, 54% said anxiety mm-hmm. for the nervousness. I'm like, that makes sense because you don't know it's uncertain. Like you, you, you get it. Like you're, you're apprehensive. Like you feel some kind of a way that way is nervous because you don't know what's happening. And that makes a lot of sense to me. The excitement piece. I'm yeah, questions for them. Like, that's awesome that you've been able to transmute it because leaning into mm-hmm. the unknown is how we create change. Right. Like right. nothing changes if things think if things stay the same. So yeah, whenever you aren't in a position where you're certain in a certain situation, then that does offer the opportunity for something new. So that is exciting. Yeah. It could right. also be what 8% of people said. And that is scary. It's fear, yeah. which I think is really the core of the other two, right? Mm-hmm. Like once we dig down underneath the anxiety and the nervousness, like there's prob- there's a fear there. There's a fear of the unknown. And that goes back to what we we're talking about in terms of control. So, yeah. 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 You got some love sidebar for, um, well, for fighting back to get your phone. So I I won't take credit. I'll take the compliment, but I won't take the credit. It was definitely my nervous system that just like, there was no thinking. It was like input in guy stole my phone. And I was on the, I was talking to my mom during it. And so it was like, Oh hell no. Do you not do that when I'm on the phone with my mom? Right. (laughs) And then like action out was like, just screaming, get him, get him, get him, and chasing him. Like, that is hilarious. The nervous system is a very unique thing. <laughs> Dresa, <laughs> do what? The nervous system is very interesting because you can't, you know, when you just react, you're not, it was so unplanned. Yeah, I, well, I love that. You just like got after it. So, yeah. Drew says, self blame is my middle name. LMAO, I feel you. Joe loves the shirt. Uh, Abby and Margo got some love. Sebastian in the house. Hello, sir. <laughs> and welcome. What a party we're having over here. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about what we mean when we say the woo. We have talked about, you know, how it is misleading for people and, you know, why we believe in it. Yeah. So what's the problem? Like, who cares? Like, what, what's the big deal about yeah. believing in the woo? Right. Right. And in some sense, like, there might not be a problem, right? <laughs> but in other senses, there's a lot of problems in believing in the woo, especially with who you're believing them by. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, it's like a huge spectrum. I know, I know people that believed in the woo and law of attraction and ignored caring for their physical health, both with cancer and with Alzheimer's. And they just thought if they 
thought enough positive thoughts and they went down the woo train of, you know, beet juice cleanses and crystals that they would heal their cancer and their mind, their brain. And they didn't, right? And like they regretted not getting the right treatment. And so that's a problem in believing in the woo. Like it can lead to some serious physical health complications. Yeah. Um, again, the self-blame is another problem with it. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. when you're blaming yourself, right, you're just sitting in your own suffering. Um, and that's a lot of what the wellness world does is it, or woo wellness world does is, is self is blaming if your things don't come to fruition. Yes. Um, you know, another is, you know, um, <laughs> taking the money, the swindling the money, right? Taking people's money to tell them that you have all the answers. And the last is like, the problem in the woo is you start with a little bit, but how easily does it start with like a little, a little sip of snake oil that then leads you into a cult, you know, mm -hmm. like the Nixium cult in, in upstate New York that uh, started out with good intentions and law of attraction and, you know, wanting to help the world and ended up not so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Sebastian is like providing some feedback too. Yeah. You're not going to think okay. your way out of it. The only way to it, the only way out is through. Yes. I say the only way to it is through it. So exactly, you gotta work on your shit. Mm -hmm. Believe in the woo, but use your brain, kind of like following your heart. Yeah, and we're gonna talk more about that. Like, but yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's a that's a preview of what we got going up for you. But yeah, you're exactly right. The problem, I mean, there's multiple problems. Like it can, like you said, be a detriment to like your physical health. Mm -hmm. It can be used, you know, like Lauren said, it's very like gaslighty. Yeah, it's right. something where, yeah, it's you are, you know, depending on like financially how stable you are, you might get taken advantage of based mm -hmm. on like, you know, like we shared, like whenever you're at a place, like you are kind of, you know, staying there with your ass out. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's kind of like, okay, like you want to believe in anything and people, yeah, will just like reach out and you're like, okay, well like th this works. Like they, they talk a good game and you said something about, um, yeah, like you believe that it's you, right? Like you think that it's you if things don't work. And, you know, that's like your problem. Like, how did you bring this into your life? And, you know, instead of saying like, well, let's actually get to the root of things. I feel that in my experience, I'm not saying everybody, but I feel that in my experience, a lot of these spiritual gurus or influencers are very much just like, well, you just must not be thinking positive or like you need to like sage it out or like some yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, right. I did not need sage. Okay. Right. Like, there have been studies that show that like sage like removes, like it does things in the air, but that's not going to, <laughs> that's not going to fix the fact that some shit went down in your past. That's not going to fix it. No, like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Or even like, Oh, you just have lack mentality, right? Yes. Like, a scarcity mindset. Fix your lack mentality. But it's like, hi, we live in a country that like women don't get paid the same amount as men. That's not lack mentality. Right. It's like, we live in a country with systemic racism, right? right. That is not lack mentality. Right. Like, let's not like spiritually bypass all of right. the realities of the world we live in. You right. know, it's like, that is a big problem. Don't yes. fix it with some bullshit lack mentality. Oh, I get fired up around that shit. I can tell. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, Sebastian said, not sure who needs to hear this, but those crystals of yours will not fix your life. You can't stage away blaming people in your past. Yeah, it's like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
so whenever we were asking, you know, how, because we touched on, you know, is it important to, um, it's important to make sure like who you're following, like who you're buying into, like what it is that you're believing. And so we asked, you know, how often do you research the mm -hmm. background of people that you follow and or influenced by? And 44% said always. But I like, I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe it. Every single person you follow, you follow 800 people, you follow 2000 people, you research all of them. I, I don't buy I mean, it. Maybe, maybe the ones they pay attention to, but someone told me, someone told me recently that uh, they're like auditing my content. Huh. And I was like, fucking audit it, audit away. Ah. Let me know what you, let me know what you, thank you for your transparency. Let me know what you think. Got questions, comments, or concerns, slide them into my DMs. Mm -hmm. Like all the fuckboys and cryptocurrency advisors, just slide and, them on in there. And the scammers <laughs> pretending there's someone else going to give you a free reading, you know? Yeah. It's a personal story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so 44% said always, which I mean, I might believe that because it might not be every person they follow. It might be like the ones that, you know, they actually like pay attention to kind of a thing. Like, and maybe, maybe our definitions of like how much you research the background are different. Like, cause for That's me, true. I go to yoga classes and back in the day, I never did research on the yoga teachers or the lineages that they were teaching from or where those came from. Right. And just a little spoiler alert, like some types of yoga that are being taught in the United States right now actually were influenced by the Nazis. And I'm not like being flippant with that comment like it's actually truth when you actually do the research right and so like in my mind we don't re we don't research everything we don't research like when we're getting influenced by a documentary because it comes so fast how often are you like oh they said that comment let me hit pause and actually see you know how much right. truth that has you know right. like and that's the part is like, there's so much, it's so time consuming to do real research about the information you're getting. It's just easier to consume the information. Right. And we can talk about confirmation biases and <laughs> yeah, like we can, we can go into that. Um, and yeah, we can also talk about to your point. Yeah. Like what is done, right? Like what is research? What research right. is to you might not be what research is to me. And so yeah, but 44% of people, said always the 56 percent remaining said sometimes no one said never and no one said they never thought about it so wow right i'm getting surprised about that <laughs> these are these are woke people these are woke watch <laughs> tune in more often they say things round of applause i yeah. get rounds of applause all the time like they're doing yeah. the damn work now that's not for the people that didn't respond but that yeah this is just for the people that respond so yeah um but that's all to say that like, so there's, there's multiple problems in not, or there's multiple problems in buying into the woo. There's multiple problems with the whole like notion of, yeah, like this, this, this metaphysical like industry in general, just because there is some science to it, but also, yeah, it can be very misleading and it can be something where it's, you know, people take advantage and that fucking sucks. And so, um, again, that's why I have this conversation to shine a light on it. Um, because yeah, it's, it's something where if you're not careful, like 
people are using really sneaky tactics, mm -hmm. like really sneaky tactics. And so, yeah, it's important to make sure that you do your research and that you um, know what you're getting. So don't be afraid to ask questions to anyone and everyone watching and listening. And that goes not just for the woo, that goes for literally, li literally everything. So yeah. and um, if they have an answer for everything, that's mm -hmm. a red flag. Mm -hmm. I would rather be asking someone questions and then be like, you know what, I never thought of that. Or you know what, I don't know. Right. I'd be like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Let's figure it out together. But if they have an answer for every question, that's scary to me. Yeah. That's yeah. maybe you don't really know. Yeah. Either that or like if either that or I would say they've been doing this for a long ass time and they've mm -hmm. been doing like a lot of research. So, yeah. But yeah, the, oftentimes if you ask a good question, it, you might, yeah, they might not know the answer. So yeah. uh, we're going to do a fun little thing now where we talk about um, Drew said, I don't know, is my other middle name. I love it. That's a good <laughs> middle name, right? That's, it's a long it's, middle it's name. It's so brave and vulnerable to just say, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So we're going to do a fun little thing now because the title of this conversation is the woo, is it science, is it pseudoscience, or is it snake oil? So we're going to talk about three. Uh, this is like the moment you've all been waiting for. We're going to talk about three of the most common manifestation tools, if you will. We're going to talk about what they are. We're going to tell you if we think it's science, pseudoscience, or snake oil, aka mm -hmm. bullshit. And we're going to tell you why. So... Abigail hasn't seen these yet. Drew's like, this is exciting. This is exciting. I... I I, so we have uh, behind the scenes notes or behind the scenes for all of you listening and watching. Um, we have an agenda like pulled up so we can see like what's coming up, stay on track. So we're not just like talking out of our asses on these mm -hmm. conversations. And uh, we, I didn't put in the answers to what the two of us think. And so we don't know. We, yeah. we don't know what the other one's going to say. So this is yeah. fun. So we do know the topics though. So the first thing is a vision board. So do you want to explain what it is? I mean, at its most, I mean, a vision board could be so many different things, but at like its most simplistic level, it's grabbing a bunch of magazines or grabbing some paper and pens and whatever, and creating, drawing out, you know, collaging the visions you have in your life, right? Maybe you want to be married on a beach. And so you cut out two people married on the beach and you paste your heads on on that, you know, on that, or... Oh, you're going in. I would just find someone that looks like me. <laughs> no, you need to see you so your brain believes it. <laughs> I'd be like, she's got brown hair, it's fine. <laughs> I can pretend that's me. Maybe that's why it didn't work for me. I'm lazy about it. That's <laughs> like, it. Oh, Some fine. other girl got married on the beach, not you. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. This other man's married to my fucking husband. Yeah, that's it. You just didn't put your, your face on it. Yeah, that's my fad. So yeah, so okay, that's a vision board. Yes, yeah. uh, I appreciate you went in with that. I <laughs> my definition was a collection of images for the future that you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you want to be very specific. Yes. You know, what car do you want to drive? What kind of job do you want to have? Right. Because if you're not specific, then obviously your manifestation won't work. Right. Like like that person who's married to my husband. Yeah. Exactly. It works for her. <laughs> yeah you created so, her reality i did so okay what do you think um so that's what it is do you think that it is science pseudoscience or snake oil 
I think it can be pseudoscience or snake oil. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, tell us why. I think that it can be a useful tool if you have some really big, exciting things that you want to work towards and you have a pattern of forgetting what you're working on, right? Mm -hmm. So if you wake up in the morning and you are working on like being more confident and there's an image of you standing like Wonder Woman, it might remind you like, oh yeah, this is something I'm trying to practice, right? Or if you're working on, you know, I don't know, wanting to do a road trip and there's pictures of all pictures across the United States, you're like, oh yeah, I really want to save my money so I have enough money for this road trip. Right. I think it can be a useful tool to remind you of the things that are important in your life because I think we get so lost in the mundane day-to-day, -day, we kind of sometimes forget our goals and visions. Right, we're on our um, habits. I think that when someone sells you on creating a vision board, you know, to change your life, mm -hmm. um, I think that's snake oil. Okay, that was, that was, that was good, that was good, okay. I'll give, hold on, let me read what Drew said and then I'll give you my yeah. insights. So Drew says, I find a vision board is a setup for disappointment and defeat. Quote, one day I won't, end quote. Then if it doesn't manifest in your time frame, then you become defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Because, yeah, they, they say, so people have like vision board parties and like people are like selling like tickets to this shit. And I'm like, I don't need to buy a ticket to go cut out some mag to save you can even make a digital one you can make a digital one you can make the background on your phone i had one that's uh, that's how i used to use one i had one as a background on my phone and so yeah it would just be there um so yeah so okay so do i think a vision board is science food with science or snake oil um so okay i think it can i, I think it can be all three honestly okay. so I think that it can be snake oil, like you said, like Drew said, it's something where it's like, buy your ticket and, you know, here's a bunch of magazines and glue it on this poster board and put it where you see it often and bada bing, bada boom, you'll be married yeah. on a beach, bitch. Yeah, like, with the most fit body you can ever have without even picking up a weight or anything. You just got a vision, a fit body and you'll have it. Before I knew what vision boards were, I had like, yeah, like little cutouts of like people to remind me like, to eat healthy like in the kitchen like I had like little cutouts on the fridge and stuff like that and let me tell you my body never looked like those <laughs> my body didn't look like it does now back then um but yeah and so so you yeah. just visioned more about your body right that's what you did you just you visioned I mean, more I just I, I saw her and I said oh she looks good I'm real hungry <laughs> so yeah that did not work for me um but okay so I think it can be snake oil in that sense yeah. I think it can be pseudoscience in the sense that I think people use it as a crutch. Like we've spoken about, like they want something to believe in. And so they think that like, well, this is, this is going to work. I think that it can be scientific because it does help condition your brain. It helps remind you of what you want. And what that does is that activates your reticular activating system, which is the filtration part of your brain that tells your brain, Hey, pay attention to these things. That's like the law of attraction essentially demystified in a sentence. Yeah. It is you reminding yourself on a consistent basis of the things that you want so that you can, you know, start to look for more opportunities to bring these things into your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that the vision board can be a tool to help remind you, because like you said, we get in our routines, we get in our habits. And so having something like front of mind, 
where you see it like in your car yeah. on your phone and your mirror what the fuck ever you put it you know framed on your nightstand it can help remind you of that but let's be honest how many people are going to see that and actually sit there to take the time and think you know how could i get married on a beach yes like right what would it be like to get this kind of car like what you know how much income would i need to make each month in order to be able to afford the payments like how often do we do that we don't take that next step and so that's one of the problems yeah. with it and do i really want to put in the work and the effort because like you're talking about like with your fit body right having pictures up is great i can feel bad about myself that i don't look like those people and maybe <laughs> eat better but to actually have a fit body you have to put in the work you have to yeah. put in time, you have to put in money or whatever to get the, you know, supplies or go to the gym or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah. okay, you want a fit body, but do you really want it? Right? right. Because the vision right. board does not help with action. Like the vision board helps with remembering and then you need to take that action step. And so the question becomes like, do you even really want to put in the work for these things you say you want? Okay. I have two, two things. I want to make notes so that my ADHD brain doesn't like forget it. Self-diagnosed. I'm not, I don't know if I'm actually, but like, I, I mean, y'all know me. I have to be. So what you're saying about like, you have to actually put in the work. Yes. And the way that these people sell you on it is they offer these research studies that have been like, well, you know, people practice. And I mean, I can find you the study if you want, but to give you an example, one of them, it's like people who practiced like free throw shots, you know, were in, improved by the same, you know, yeah. basic percentage as people who, you know, visualize practicing the free throw yeah. shots. And so you hear that and you're like, oh, well, that's yeah. cool. And research proved it, right? It is evidence-based. However, the way that they visualized is as if they were literally practicing. And so it's not like they have a picture of them, you know, shooting a free throw and they see it on their wall and they're like, oh yeah, like they're actually actually thinking about like what would it be like what muscles would I use like someone is coaching them through this and yeah. how to actually like visualize that process and so it's not like you can skew research to get you whatever kind of results you want in this day and age that's some shit I wish someone would have told me by the way if yeah. you want a study that proves this fucking you know create it yes. create the control group that you were using yes. as your yes. research and that was some shit that I wish someone had told me because you see these facts and you believe them because you're like, oh, it's a research study. Right. Yeah, but like, what what group did they research? Like, yes. how what? many people were involved in it? Is yeah. it peer reviewed? No, yeah. I love that you were saying this. Like, like I don't know how old am I right now. So, like, uh, five years ago, mm -hmm. right? Four years mm -hmm. ago, five years ago, five years ago, I was on the online dating system. Mm -hmm. Oh God. And, I mean, I met my husband, so it worked, right? But well, <laughs> I guess that damn brunette out there was with my husband, so that's it. Didn't she work did. for me. <laughs> um, but I went on this one random date with this one guy who was a um, a researcher. I'm so um, excited for this. For like psych psychology or something, I can't okay. even remember exactly, right? And in my mind, like research is research; it's all valid. And he said how they would always have this joke in the field. And I can't remember what it was. It was like the special filing cabinet. And it was like the special filing cabinet was the place for where all of the research that researchers wanted to do, where it didn't get proven the way they wanted it, it never got published. Mm. And so, you know, there's like the one thing about really knowing like 
where does the research come from? How many people were involved, yes. right? But then the other part, which we'll never know, is how many different research projects that didn't show up the way the researcher wanted just got filed away and never talked about. Right. Yeah, I remember, what was it? I don't remember the specifics, but it was some study about, um, fuck, I don't even want to, I don't, I don't want to say it because I don't want to like butcher it, but whatever the study was about, it was very much like, oh, but then I started to look at what the control group was and it was like, well, fucking duh. I could have read that this is the people. I, I could have read that this was your control group and told you what your outcome was going to be. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, and yeah, yeah. Lauren said, who paid for the research? You right. damn skippy. Exactly. You damn That's skippy. Part of the research. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a major tangent. Um, but that is to the point to bring it back, to reel it back in. Yeah. That was to the point that these people who are selling you on the woo by saying that people have done things by like thinking about it, they're thinking about it in a very specific way. And also you don't know what else they're doing. Right. You don't know what else they're doing when they're not thinking when, when they're not, you know, just visualizing for however many minutes they said. So right. that's one thing. And to your comment about like, yeah, you can put photos up for this thing that you want, but do you really want it? Like, yes. that's the question. And so I think like, here's some other shit that I wish someone had told me. It's that like, yeah, you can really want something and still end up failing at achieving that thing. I don't like to use the word failure, but still end up at not succeeding at getting <laughs> that thing, not because you don't want it or because it's not meant to be, but because that's your fucking brain doing its goddamn job to keep producing the same outcome you've always gotten. Because when it does that, that ensures the likelihood of your survival because up until this point, all that your brain and body knows is like, fuck, this is, you know, whether this sucks or not, whether this is dangerous or shitty or unhealthy or whatever, whether, whatever the circumstance, I know that this way has, in, it has ensured a hundred percent of the days that you have had so far. So we're just going to keep on doing the damn thing. Right. And so you have to take a conscious, mindful action. And more than that, you have to be aware of the actions that you're taking and set up systems this is what I talk about all the time with my clients and like anyone who will listen. <laughs> so thank you all for listening to this. You have to set up systems to default to so that when your brain wants to go on routine, you're like, nope, nope, we're going on this. We're, we're going on this new system. This is just what we're doing. Don't ask any fucking questions. Like quiet back because 98, 95 to 98% of what you do, this is research proven, is on a subconscious level. So that means that you've got about two to 5% for going for this new thing. And so if you think that two to 5% is going to get you whatever fucking cardboard cutout you put on your mirror, then <laughs> you bullshitting yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but these gurus have gotten to the point where they know what to say yeah. to make you emotionally feel mm -hmm. like you can like jump in the water with them. Don't jump in that fucking water. Don't get Don't in that water with buddy. them. Don't get a buddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, whew. Woo, I got heated. <laughs> so Joe says you two are cracking me Good, good. I'm glad you yeah. two are cracking me up. Thank you. Uh, so true. Lots of work, dedication. It's so easy to fall into those miracle pills or meals. Yes, amen. And that's mm -hmm. what Lauren had said about the research. Joe said right on, Jonna. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was, <laughs> that was our first one. The last comment I had here was, um, so yes, to the vision boards. Again, it helps to reprogram your reticular activating system. But one last comment on this is that you cannot build a house on shit. And so you can't vision board your way 
out of and over traumas and beliefs that are deeply rooted in your subconscious. Uh And so what I mean by that is exactly what I said whenever I got, whenever I got in the moment and said, this is your brain doing its job. And so that's what I mean. Like you can't, you you can't just, you know, do it without doing the work. So that's, that's what I mean by that. Um, Okay. Any, any feedback, anything else? I think, I think we can. It's exactly what you said. We're very patterned. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, we're very patterned. We're patterned in from a very young age of how to act. And even if, what we're doing isn't the healthiest thing for us mm-hmm. unless we really try really hard to make a change that unhealthy thing is still what's kept us safe right right, right. For so long, we keep doing the pattern right yeah and that's i mean that's so it it takes a lot of conscious intentional effort to change yeah. the pattern and just looking at a picture on the wall won't do that jane's clear we do not rise to the level of our goals we fall to the level of our systems and so yeah like yeah. And for anyone who is listening to this, whenever um, Abigail was talking about safe, she used quotation marks. And because we don't mean safe, like warm and cozy in your bed, like you're actually safe. We mean that your what your brain and body considers safe is whatever bullshit you put up with that has, you know, ensured your survival to up until now. And so that might be toxic. That might be toxic AF. That might be a stress response. You might be living in fight or flight. But what your brain knows is that that's normal. And so it's going to find the circumstance to create that because your body and brain have gotten used to whatever chemicals have been created in that response. And so when those chemicals are then no longer present, your brain's like, we're, we're systems, systems are not our normal. We got to find ways to, to get it back to the baseline. We got to find ways to like get those chemicals back because that's what you know is normal. And that's what you quote unquote know is safe. Right. And so, yeah. So that's why people stay in toxic relationships. That's why, um, yeah, that, that's why people are in the space where like change is so hard because mm-hmm. we're not made to change. Like we're, your brain is made to look for patterns. And so, yeah, um, this is good. This is a good combo. I'm like <laughs> five stars, five stars. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> So anyone listening, please do wherever, if you are re-listening on a podcast, uh, please do give us five stars. Just sidebar, 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 plea. Me and Anxiety Warriors. Thank you. Okay. So that was the first one. I think we went in on that one. So we might not go as in. On I think this. it applies to the next one. I think yeah. everything we just said, I'll have like, well, if I know what the next one is, I have like one comment to make, but I think what we just said will apply to all the okay. other yeah. We could, you could, we talked about, okay. Yes. So yeah. the next one is affirmation. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. okay cool. Yeah. So, uh, what is it? Do you want to explain what it is? I again just did a sentence. So. Yeah. I mean, I feel like an affirmation in its most simplest form is a positive statement about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think where affirmations go astray is when there's affirmation cards about like, mm-hmm. I am joyous and confident and my whole life flows easy breezy like the mm-hmm. wind and, you know, and you get all these, <laughs> cards that don't really apply to your life um and and that's yeah but in affirmation its simplest form is a positive statement about yourself okay yeah i had phrases or sentences that you can say or recite to manifest your desires this also (laughs) includes things like mantras mottos inspirational quotes anything Mm -hmm. that you again cling to as a belief right anything that you buy in as being like something that's gonna like change your life so okay uh, science, pseudoscience, or snake oil? I would say all of the above. Okay. 
Um, I would say the cards are bullshit. <laughs> I would kept, I was trying not to laugh when you were like, life flows to me like the breeze, the cold <laughs> no, summer breeze the... on the wind. I was like, <laughs> but you know that that's a woo thing somewhere, you know, like, <laughs> you know that that's there. And that's, those might make you feel it's probably on Amazon <laughs> for ten ninety nine, five ninety nine. Five ninety nine? Oh, for on yeah. yeah. Yeah, for for a deck of the cards. Yeah. Yeah. So well, no. This is snake oil. They sell them for like thirty bucks. Those things are thirty dollars? Yes. Are you joking? Yes. I mean maybe on Amazon you get it cheaper, but you go to one of those like new age bookstores and those things are like thirty bucks. What the fuck do they do to them? They're made out they're written in unicorn blood? Yes. Yes. No. And they had a unicorn design them, you know? Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go, so, go ahead. My bad. I didn't. So you think it's all three? So I think it's all three. I think. Cards are bullshit. I think the cards are bullshit. Okay. I think that's snake oil. And I think it's a way for someone to make money. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that in like the neutral sense, right? Maybe it's pseudoscience. I don't know. I think that saying positive statements about yourself can be helpful. Mm -hmm. But. Mm -hmm when you notice resistance to those things, that's information for you. Mm. Saying a positive statement mm. without addressing the resistance does nothing, right? But I also think that scientifically, and I don't know what I'm talking about, so take it with a grain of salt, right? But I've been told that neurons that fire together wire together. What do you mean you've been told? That, that's fact, that's science, that's a fact. You could say that. I'll, I'll say it, right? The more we have a thought, right? The more we have a behavior, the more we have an emotion that fires up in our brain and the stronger they become and the more of a pattern it is. So it's part of our like unconscious habitual way of being. And I think that if you find like, okay, I am, this is no longer true, but it was true. I am not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I want to feel more good enough. I want to feel more confident in myself and in my self-worth right? I can't just start saying, Oh, my God, I am amazing and lovable. And everyone loves me. And I'm the most confident person I know, my brain will reject that. Yep. Right. But if I find the next baby step in changing yep. the habit of my thinking, right, I am capable of feeling confident. Of course, I'm capable of it. I might not know how to do it yet. Yep. But going from I'm not, you know, good enough. I'm not confident to I am capable of feeling good enough. I am capable of feeling confident. That helps <laughs> in in the affirmation then helping you. Right. Right. But 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 you actually have to recite it, and I'm just saying this from experience. You have to like say it a lot. You have to be so clever that when your your patterns of thought and habits come up and you're like, oh, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't talk to that person. Oh, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't ask for a raise. You have to be like, wait a second, but I'm capable of feeling good enough. So what is the action that aligns with that thought, not the action that aligns with the I'm not good enough? And so affirmations can be a tool that one, need to meet you where you are, not mm -hmm. what the card tells you you should say and feel and think about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then two, you have to figure out the next step to take that aligns with that new affirmation, mm -hmm. right? So that's, that's my affirmation philosophy. Okay. We love Drew says, yes, Abby, yes. It's like, I'm curious. very passionate about affirmations. I don't know. I don't know if that's what your voice <laughs> sounds like. Um, and then he says, oh, positive comments about myself, question mark. There's a trauma induced anxiety attack that we don't have the time for. <laughs> laughing emoji yeah yeah it's it's difficult oftentimes because if you've only been saying mean things to yourself forever it's kind of like what 
Me worthy? So, yeah. Okay. So, do I think it is science, pseudoscience, or snake oil? I, I think same. All of the above. I, I apologize. So, just give the same answers. So, hashtag same. We told you that was going to be something that you heard a lot here. So, Wing! <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> twinsies. Um, why do I think it, so same. So, okay, let's start with the snake oil because that's the easiest. Yeah, I think it's bullshit if you are just like, oh, well, I, you know, I always use the procrastination thing because it's me. And so uh, if I am going to say, it's also Abigail as well. She's waving. Um, so if you, if I'm saying like, okay, I procrastinate. I know that. It's a fact. And, you know, if I'm trying to use an affirmation, that is like, I'm the best time manager ever. Like, no, that's some bullshit. That's exactly like Abby just explained. Your brain is going to be like, bitch, for the past 30 some years, that has not been true. And you're trying to tell me that all of a sudden, like, exactly. Like, that's too much of a stretch. Yeah, like, let me prove to you all the reasons why you're wrong. Like, that's what your brain's going to do. Exactly. You have to do time management. Now I'm going to make it really hard for you to manage any time. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'm going to show you, bitch. Not today. Not, not ever. So, yeah. So that's why that doesn't work. And I think that people get really frustrated, and rightfully so, because of, some fucking Sally the spiritual influencer is telling me to use a Yoni egg and, you know, just say, you know, what it is that I want to attract mm -hmm. with my photos, you know, of my beach wedding glued up on my, my, my mirror. <laughs> then, like, it's annoying if I'm like, well, why the fuck isn't it working? And so, yeah, uh, that's, that's the snake oil. That's the bullshit. Um, if they just try to tell you to, yeah, like, you know, like, cover over it. Um, that is a spiritual bypassing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are trying to just not look at what's actually true. You're not looking at, well, why do you procrastinate? Because anything that you do now at one point served you, otherwise you wouldn't be doing that shit. It's yeah. that you have outgrown whatever that need fulfilled, right? Mm -hmm. Like whatever, whatever that tool, whatever that procrastination did to serve you no longer does. Whether that, you know, was because I'm just pulling something out of my ass here. You procrastinated because you really didn't want to do this one thing. And so you thought of all the other things that you could do to not do that because that, you know, prolonged the time that you had to do the thing you didn't want to do. That served you, right? And so if that became kind of a habit, like a coping mechanism that you use, because let's say it wasn't safe to have a conversation with the person who's making you do this bullshit you don't want to do that you're avoiding, then that could be why you procrastinate. But now for your job doesn't really do you much good. <laughs> so you've got to look at, okay, what need did this meet? And it's something where, you know, we oftentimes feel a lot of shame around, like, we don't want to look at these things about ourselves. We don't want to look at like, well, why I don't think I'm worthy. Like that's painful. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. Emotions can be just as painful as physical pain. And so whenever we are in the position where it's, you know, time to look at it, it's like, mm, I'm good. Like I, I would rather not. So, the pseudoscience slash like science part of it, exactly what Abby said in terms of, you know, they can be positive and they can be used as a tool to help rewrite these internal narratives that you have. Um, and it can be something that you are using to help you start to see pay like ways. It's another way to reprogram your reticular activating system, right? Like it's another way to start to like prime your brain to look for opportunities to affirm this new belief. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, 
like I like we said this whole time, like if you don't look at the root of it, then it's it's not going to do you any good because you are going to believe what you've always believed because that's how your brain works, not to be redundant, but it's something where, yeah, like you need to understand where it's coming from and what it serves so that you can understand it, file it away and be like, okay, well, that makes sense. You can get that closure around it so that you can then say, well, what do I actually want to be true? If you just try to, again, like build a house on the pile of shit, you can do it, but it's going to stink. Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. So you got to clean that shit up before you can start to lay, you know, the foundation to build the house that you do want. And so that is what uh, affirmations could look like in a constructive way, because it's something where, yeah, like if you, if, if you do it the other way where you don't try to do the work to like go in and figure out where it came from, then exactly like Abby said, you're going to find yourself in this position where it's going to be worse because your brain's going to be proving the other thing. Cause that's what you actually believe. Yes. Yes. And that's going to lead to feelings of guilt about why can't you do it? Like, why can't you, you know, why can't you just get up and go to the gym? Why can't you just you know, talk to this person or whatever? Why can't you just make it there on time? Which is then going to lead to shame, which is the root of like mental health issues and insecurities. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, you got to get to the, to the root of it. So it can be very detrimental. It can be yeah, like some snake oil, some bullshit, or you could use it as a tool again, but it's not like, this is the tool. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not like this is the thing. It's like you got to do other stuff and then use that as like, oh, let's pop this. What's it called? Accessory. Let's pop this extension on. I don't know. Like yeah. when you've got like a power tool. Yeah. Pop on. I'm there. Okay. Thank you. If anyone knows what the fuck I'm trying to say. Accessory works. This Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Like. You've got a drill, but it can do like a lot of things. You need a, yeah. You your extension, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you yeah. get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you're, you've got to get, you've got to do the other stuff and you can use this as an accessory, I guess is what we're yeah. just going to go with. We're going to go with accessory. So, okay. And wait, you know, I want to add one thing because yeah. procrastination is a really relatable thing. Well, um, glad and I'm not alone. Attachment. <laughs> attachment. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Attachment. Accessory. We got it. Um, <laughs> I got so excited. Um, when, when we're talking about something like procrastination and time management, right? I think, yes, some of us, it served us in some way at mm -hmm. some point. But also, I am someone that is diagnosed with ADHD, mm -hmm. right? And so for me, part of my procrastination is I have some poor executive functioning skills to figure out the next thing to do in a big project. And I wasn't aware of any of that until I went to therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I think that sometimes we can peel away the layers and think, okay, how am I benefiting from procrastination? But sometimes it's actually like, oh, wait, I actually have ADHD or I, you know, there's something else going on that needs to be addressed mm -hmm. to help with the time management. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to add that piece too. And it's not getting affirmations from someone outside yeah. of ourselves. It's going to like, someone that can actually help us understand executive functioning skills yeah. and how to build that muscle yeah. up. And thank you for pointing that out because some of these things too, like, yeah, that's an important part to note. Your brain can have a chemical imbalance. Like yeah. that's real. And so it might not be you. It might not be that Sally, the spiritual influencer, I don't know where I got that name from, but it might not be that. Yeah. It's, it's this, it might not be what it like we're even saying. It might be that, yeah, there's literally a chemical imbalance. There's literally something that is within you that, 
is preventing this, this preventing like, you know, the action. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, everyone, everyone's unique. So, okay. Uh, thank you for adding that. Uh, Drew says, got to run. Yes, finished on the podcast side. Thank you. Have an awesome day. We'll see you Thanks next time. Know. He says, have a great day to you beautiful souls. We'll, we'll send that to everyone. We'll sprinkle that to everyone listening and watching. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm being wooed. Just vision it and everyone will feel it. I can't. Okay. Can't. Okay. So our last, is it science, pseudoscience or snake oil? Crystals. Explain what that. Well, okay. First of all, I... I Google definitions because I was like, the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, well, they're not rocks. So, okay, I'm going to read the definition. And yeah. then, or do you want to say, do you want to say your definition first? Uh, beautiful. I kind of want to hear your first. Okay, beautiful rocks. Sparkly, beautiful, sparkly rocks. Okay. Yeah. With the, supposed to, they're supposed to have powers. Oh, yeah. In the woo world, yes, crystals are supposed to have powers. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, they can feel you. Yes. So two definitions. Number one, Dr. Google, uh, any solid material in which the component atoms are arranged in a definite pattern and whose surface regularity reflects its internal symmetry. I feel like I should have read that like one nine hundred voice. Yeah. So put that on my only face. <laughs> okay. So that was one definition. Okay. The second definition, I Googled like I literally Googled like crystal woo-woo or something. We got real technical today. It's Friday. It doesn't matter. It's fine. So this is actually from Healthline.com from an article called Finding the Right One for You about crystals. I know. Abigail's eyes just got like super big. Okay. So this says, and I quote, the idea is that crystals interact with the body's energy field, creating balance and alignment. Many people use crystals for stress and focus, while others believe that crystals have the power to heal physical ailments and illnesses. Silence from the people. Disappointed in Healthline. Okay, well, sorry, that's what they said. Maybe it was like an opinion. I don't know. Anyway, so that's what crystals are. So crystals, yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, I got some. If you want to see them, I have some too. You want to? want to yeah. show There's crystals. We could. We could do. We could do a show and tell. This is not scripted. But yeah, we could do a show and tell. I thought. I mean, I don't have any within reach actually. Oh gosh. Um, oh, I guess you do. She's off screen. So anyway, that's what crystals are. And when it comes to, oh yeah, we got one. We got, oh, you got a whole box. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So those are what crystals are. This is also show and tell. There's my soul delight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What does that one do? I know what that looks like that does. Well, it's blue. So it probably heals my throat chakra. Oh, okay. So I can speak my truth. Okay. Okay. Here's my amethyst to open up my third eye. Got a dog in there too. <laughs> yeah, well, I I created her in this moment with my third eye. I thought I really want a dog, and so my third eye has created this animal, this creature. It's <laughs> say just brought it in. So this is also this is now become a show and tell. So okay, do you think it's science, pseudoscience, or uh, snake oil? Okay, so I once believed in crystals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Obviously, I see it, that you got a whole box and a dog. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on crystals trying to heal all my things. I rinsed them in running water down a stream. Like, <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's hysterical. This was 15 years ago. I can laugh at that person. That person had a lot of issues. She was in an emotionally abusive relationship. She just wanted something to help her feel right. better in her life. Right. The crystals were there, but they did not heal her. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So again, like everything else, I think crystals can be 
a useful tool. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the comment. Go ahead, yeah. I know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> the, soda, the soda light. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that crystals having any powers is mm -hmm. not, it is snake oil to the max. Um, I don't do anything with these crystals anymore. I think they're a great anchor tool. If you're doing a meditation practice and you need help anchoring into the present moment, you can hold a crystal and it anchors you into the present moment. Mm -hmm. Grounding, um, yep. Mm -hmm. I think they're great to put in a pocket if you have anxiety and you need to like rub something to kind of get out that fidgetiness, right? Um, I think they're beautiful to look at, but I don't think they're going to heal my past lives. I don't think they're going to change my chakras, which I don't even believe in chakras, but I don't think they're going to heal my chakras. And I don't think they're going to help me call in all the things that I want. Mm -hmm. They might remind me of the things I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about so, you? <laughs> so, so I, yes, I think that they can act as totems for again, kind of like the vision board, kind of like the affirm well, not necessarily the affirmations, but they could act like, you know, a totem in the sense that if you have this around you and you see it and it's like, oh, why do you have a rock with you? And it's like, oh, well, you know, it's supposed to bring me prosperity kind of a thing, right? Like they could act as these things. It's something to believe in. Again, we like to have control. We like to have something to believe, to believe in. And so I'm not saying that I think they are total bullshit. I'm saying that I think it depends on like how you use them. I think if you are just assuming that, yeah, this, this thing is going to, like you said, like heal you in some way, maybe not so much. I do know as well, cause I was very into um, like ancient societies and things whenever younger Jana, I mean, still kind of current Jana, but I know that ancient civilizations believe that certain crystals held power. And I find that interesting. Crystals or decorations can't dress up your ego issues, though. Exactly. <laughs> Psychedelic society and why. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that they work as totems. And that, yeah, it's, it's not something that, like, scientifically has any sound kind of results. Like, I don't think they've gotten the research group to prove that fact. <laughs> Yeah, and then my question becomes, like, what do you get, like, you, Universal, not you, you know, but what do you get by giving all your power to a crystal? And, like, just, you know, you're making the changes. It's not the crystal. Why can't you feel empowered by the things that you're doing rather than giving the crystal the power? Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Okay, I think I have an answer. So my answer for that is because we aren't taught to believe in ourselves. We're taught to believe in something outside of us. And so yeah. it's easier for us to be like, well, this, <laughs> this is my vitamin C serum. We're here to like, this is a crystal. So it's easier for me to be like this, this does give me good skin, but it's easier for me to believe that like this crystal, let's say, is going to bring me that, that thing, because then I think it's going to, you know, put my mind in a frame or it can put my mind in a frame where I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's, it's gotta be true. So that I will then start to actually take action to make those things happen. So I think in that sense, it can be used. But yeah, like, I don't think that just because, I mean, hell, proven, like, you can't just buy some citrine and expect, like, money to show up at your door. Like, 
you can expect money to go out of your bank account for whatever you paid for that fucker. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, you you might put it somewhere where it reminds you, shit, I paid 150 bucks for this hunk of rock and it's yeah. beautiful and I really need to make my money back for that. I really need to, you know, go into, oh, there it is. There's, this is citrine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> citrine. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I don't, yeah, I think it's it's pseudoscience snake oil. And I think it's interesting that ancient civilizations believed that they held power and that that is worth note. But, yeah, I don't think that it will... Yeah, like, I, I don't necessarily think that it will take all my bad vibes away if I have a black whatever rock under my left titty. Tourmaline? Tourmaline, yes. Is that, yes. no, wait, no, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You No, that's one of them. Tourmaline, Is it? Yes, yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I have them, like, yeah. Well, any the black ones, any of the black ones, apparently. Yeah, there's yeah, the black ones, so. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever it came to the community, we asked what is some shit, or what is some stuff that you used to believe that you now recognize wasn't true? For us, it's obviously crystals. I wish yeah. I had some in reach. Um, <laughs> like, I think there's, there's some pyrite. I found some. Hold on. There's some pyrite. I can do a show and tell. Yeah. There ah, we go. look at that. It's very I pretty. I don't have any. It's a beautiful paperweight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I do have kyanite. <laughs> yeah, you've got, I don't know how you know all the names. I'm impressed. So, okay. I had the crystal Bible. I did that stuff. Okay. Well, you did say you went down by the river and washed them out. Um, yes, I did. I did send them out in the moonlight. Yes. Yep. Right. You have to yep. leave them out in the moonlight. To charge. Can... Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I think that these, again, these rituals, that was not one that we said that we were going to talk about, but I think that these rituals are a good reminder. Like, I think that there is some, there is in nature, you know, the full moon cycles, like time to reflect, time to like think of new goals and stuff. Like nature set us up really well. It's like our job that we fucked it all up and like don't actually take advantage of that and like the natural cadence. But like, I think that's a bit different than believing that, you know, this rock is going to like heal me kind of a right. thing. Yeah, it might be a supportive companion on your healing journey. Mm -hmm. It (laughs) might remind me. Yeah, I I paid for this. So you need to make that money back. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I paid for that. But anyway, so we asked you all, what is something that you used to believe is truth you now recognize wasn't true? So we're going to go over those. And then we're about to wrap it up. So uh, the first one made me laugh. And it was that you could follow someone's workout program through IG and achieve the same results. <laughs> I was like, well, that is some bullshit. We, we've had talks about that, about how these fucking influencers are like, look at, buy this booty band and look like mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, you did not get that from a band. Like, you did not. No, no. Mm-hmm. Even like the yogis, like doing hand, handstands and headstands and splits. Some of that is just the way their body shaped. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the movement. It's like how they're like, femur you know joint fits Mm. into their hip socket right right it's like i mean we just don't all have the same bodies we're not gonna have the same results right yeah another comment was the only way you can the only way to be truly happy was to follow what the reverend said to the letter i was like whoo shit i think a bunch of people 
can relate to that. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, someone said the law of attraction with a cringe face emoji. <laughs> someone said this may go against your beliefs, but primitive deity based religion too much woo woo has more has more science. So again, talking about religion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that I would go to hell for just about everything that I did said or was mm. more religion. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the theme here. Mm -hmm. uh, Vidvax would help me. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. I just put that in there to include. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that is. Um, and then always listen to your elders, <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah. I was taught that like, let's mm -hmm. be respectful. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know the best necessarily anymore, nope. but you mean well, I think. <laughs> At least I'm telling myself that. <laughs> so yeah, do you have any comments on any of those? Yeah, I mean, uh, I will just say that I think that a lot of things that are now being influenced in the wellness world do come from religion. Mm -hmm. And when we do the research, we see some of the stuff that gets kind of jumbled up in there and we think it's wellness, but really it's like Christian science. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna leave it at that. So, yeah. okay. So we've talked about a lot. Uh, what do we do then? What do we do then whenever we see the woo and like, you know, what, 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 how are we supposed to approach this now? Yeah. I mean, my first thought is like, ask yourself who benefits from this. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, mm -hmm. um, I definitely went down the, what the bleep do we know tunnel or rather <laughs> or whatever i watched that documentary it's a fun one i haven't seen the documentary is Don't that with joe is that with joe dispenza yes oh i love him okay yes. i have to watch it Ooh. i haven't seen it but yeah so, okay. but here's what i didn't know when i watched it when i was 23 mm -hmm. what i didn't know was god i was a baby he was, was the person who was channeled by ramsa mm -hmm. jt knight mm -hmm. um actually funded the entire documentary it was her it was her she did it right i didn't know that i thought it was a documentary i thought some outside people came in mm -hmm. and were like we need to teach people about quantum physics mm -hmm. um but when you go down the rabbit hole of what the bleep do we know and then you start doing the research behind it you see that it's not what it actually is oh my gosh okay well i, I want to go see this okay so um what do we do we had put in here like you have to learn what works for you, right? Like, and yeah. Sebastian had said that earlier, like you were the key, right? You were the antidote. I said that shit earlier. And so instead of looking for these outside sources, use them if and when you need. Like Abigail said, like I said, there was a time and a place in my life when I needed to believe that this was gonna bring me, I'm holding up the, my crystal that I found, that this was going to bring me prosperity. There was a time I needed to believe that. And if that's what you need to believe, fuck what we said. Believe what you need to hear. And just don't tell other people that that's like the truth. That's the only thing. You well, don't know. The caveat there is to make sure that you're not lying to yourself. Because <laughs> oftentimes I think that we tell ourselves like things that are true. But the truth is what you believe it to be. And I think that oftentimes we get in a place where we need to make some shit make sense. And so we rationalize things and we tell ourselves things that aren't actually the reality. And so just be careful, just be careful with that. Um, learning more about yourself yeah. is what is going to ultimately help you not be 
not become a victim to people who are slinging the woo woo in your way. You're slinging that woo in your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> so knowing yourself, that includes self discovery. Um, and something that you said that I want to point out is that, you know, it's important to see if you can be okay in the discomfort. Mm -hmm. So many of us are not. And so um, it's important to, to arrive at a place where you trust and know yourself enough that you can be in that discomfort. And yeah, I brought up the Alanis Morissette song. It's like, why are you so petrified of silence? And so um, it like cuts out the music. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, did you think about your bills, your acts, your deadlines, or when you think you're going to die? Or did you long for the next distraction? Because I think that so many of us are just looking for that thing. We're looking for that pill. We're looking for that distraction. We're looking for whatever it is that will enable us to not look within mm -hmm. and that's where the answers are and that sounds like some woo-woo shit but it's the truth yeah yeah and there's professionals that can help yeah <laughs> when you realize oh wait a second <laughs> i really can't start this project there's something wrong here <laughs> yeah go get some extra help but yeah and you know the only other thing i would i would just say you know is um well i said the part about ask yourself like who benefits from mm -hmm. it right Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just lost the other part that I was just about to say, but okay, put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait. So the question is, what are, yeah. What do we do about this? Um, yeah, I lost it. It's okay. Maybe it'll come back if it's meant to be, if it's written, <laughs> we'll come back. Oh, um, that's it. It came back. Ha! See, <laughs> it does work. It does work. <laughs> that was it. And nothing to do with my recall. Um, <laughs> I'm going to lose it again. Um, no, I got it. So it's, I think that, like, be curious when people make blanket statements. And I mm. see blanket statements a lot on Instagram. There's, like, mm -hmm. a very big, you know, psychologist that's an influencer. Mm -hmm. And recently made a comment, like, if we all just could regulate our nervous system, there would be no mental illness. And to me, that is a huge red flag. As someone who has a family member with severe like mental illness, it's like, no, this person doesn't need a regulated nervous system. It's not right. gonna help get rid of the voices. Right. right. And so that's the other part that I would just add is like when people make blanket statements as truth, red flag, red flag, like don't yeah. believe them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, so, okay, we have gone 30 minutes over time. Shockers. We always do. I know. My apologies. It was supposed to be 60 minutes, but we have covered a lot for you. <laughs> and we touched on what the woo is, why it's misleading, why we buy into it. Uh, we also looked at what the harm is in that. And we talked about three of the most popular woo tools, woo woo <laughs> tools, if you will. And, you know, our take on them. And we broke it down about, you know, how how and why this is looked at as a tool and you know how it's bad and how you can use it for good so um yeah uh what are your key takeaways do you have any key takeaways final words uh i feel like i just said them those okay, are my perfect. key takeaways things that i wish i knew in my 20s right is everything i just shared now mm -hmm. right? in my very late 30s right mm -hmm. and uh i guess one of my key takeaways is all those people that you know said you did all the research i'm extremely impressed but i also want to know more <laughs> slide, slide into abigail's dms and let her know what kind Tell of research me, research is exhausting it let takes her know a lot what of research time looks like to you yeah how are 
are um, doing it? I, I have no idea. But okay, so where can they find you? What do you have going on? Yeah, so you can find me at Abigail underscore the mindfulness practice on Instagram, um, also on Facebook, but I'm not really on it that much, so don't go there. Uh, you can find me on Insight Timer for free practices or courses for kids, teaching them life skills they haven't learned in schools. Uh, you can also find me on Anxiety Warriors podcast, where we normalize talking about mental health and all the things that come up on it. You can also reach out about being a guest if you want to be a guest on that podcast. Um, and you can find me on my website, abigailwilder.com, if you're interested in coaching or mentoring and teaching kids yoga. Cool. And I will link all of that in the description. So you'll be able to tapity tap right on over. Uh, yeah. And thank you as always for being here. I always love our conversations. I know. Uh, we don't have another one scheduled, but I'm sure that this will not be the last time. So I totally agree. So, okay, cool. Um, whenever we have been talking about this, you know, need to know yourself and you know things being evidence-based and like figuring out like what your baseline looks like something that i have put out recently is a tracker that empowers you to actually get a baseline metric on your confidence and on your happiness so that you can see what your baseline is week over week month over month and you also have a space within that tracker to start to identify things like what stood out and you know what are your gratitudes and accomplishments because that is a positive psychology practice that is a way to reprogram that reticular activating system that we spoke about. And so um, if anyone wants that, let me know and I will slide it into your DMs and how you can uh, take access to that. It is free. Or I can get access to that. Excuse me. And I also created two training videos on the practice of self-discovery. One of them is detailing how to lay the foundation because like we spoke about like you know, no one tells you this shit. Like you, you need to know like what your self-regulation tools are so that whenever you notice that you're starting to become agitated, you have your toolbox to go to. So you can pull out your attachments. Thank you, Joe. I know what that word is now. <laughs> so you can pull out your tools and you know, you, you know what to do to calm yourself back down so that you can actually do this work. And that is some shit that no one fucking tells you. And so I'm here to do it. And so if you are interested, definitely, yes, slide my DMs, let me know. Um, next week, we have the 50th episode. Woo! Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, my friend Josh, who was someone that I started having conversations with before this ever became Should I Wish, is actually going to be coming back. I like tracked him down. So um, we're going to be talking next Friday, uh, time TBD, topic TBD. I think I know, but um, yeah, I'm super excited to have him back and just kind of do, yeah, like a like a throwback to like where it all started kind of a thing for the 50th episode. And maybe we'll do that for the 100th as well. But yeah, that's happening next week. So that is what I've got going on. Thank you so much for sticking with us. This was a long one. I hope it was a fun one for you to listen to. <laughs> Please do do us a favor and share this with someone that needs to hear it. And definitely do, again, rate us five stars, preferably. <laughs> I mean, but, like, be, if it's not five, just, like, don't, don't, do don't, it. you don't need to say anything. It's fine. Just just put those comments in my DMs, and I will do, do with them there. But, uh, yeah, thank you for being here, and thank you for listening and watching. And I hope you have an awesome weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye.